This is my grassroots story. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the new series, season three. Of course, big up the CSM London FC and the CSM Foundation just for helping us out with the podcast, just for being a great club, and just for being you. Just for being you. Right, I'm getting straight into this. I'm not happy. Anise, what did I warn you about this podcast? Uh, I think you said if I was to come on as co-host, no cock-ups. I think those were your terms. And uh, already, already, just in recording this podcast, I am to blame for cock-up number one of the season. Yeah, but you know what? You know what it is, yeah? For the audience, I can hear him and he does this little thing. Yeah, he does this, Rob, can you hear me? He goes, he goes, <sighs> like it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, I've had enough of it. It's always you. Every single time I recall with you, you're either eating crisps, you're taking over the host seat, you're destroying the audio. You explain yourself, mate. Uh, I've got, I've got no, uh, I've got no explanation, Rob. Um, it's, it's a real shame. It's a real shame you invited me on to do this. But, but I am still excited because we've got a cracking guest lined up for today's episode. Who is he, Rob? I am not excited. This guy calls me, for a whole season, calls me trauma. <laughs> with bad jokes, bad defending. I think he scored more goals than uh, most of our strikers. But that is a story we'll get onto, Mams. Mams, I know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, for a little bit of context, I was at... <clears throat> Sorry, as you can tell, this is why we moved the series, but I've got a bad throat. I was with Mams for a whole season at Sporting Bengal under Anwar Udin and Steve Clark. And when I mean me and Mams were on the bench every week, we was, on, we was there cracking jokes. We wanted to be on that bench. I don't think we wanted to play. It was so funny. Honestly, we had the best time. Literally the best time. How about you, Anise? How do you know Mams? Uh, we go back some. Back to when I was playing for FC Hamlets. He, he, he joined us there. And uh, he he didn't play too many games. Um, he came and left because ultimately he, he was better. He was better than that 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 team ever was. Um, but then you always come across you always come across um, uh, them in other fits and spurts. And actually, tell a lie. Even before that, he came to us at London Apso in our reserve team when we were in the Essex Senior Reserve Division. Um, and his debut for us was the same uh, day. I think Grant made his debut as well. Um, way to graze it was chucking it down with rain uh, and he had a bit of a stormer he had a stormer so yeah he had a good season with us there he was kind of a, a, a centre-back slash striker kind of Gary Doherty-esque um, and then since then I've, I've never been on the same team as him since those Hamlet days it's always been against him um, whether it's for his uh, teams I think he's with Berezi now and, and, and East London Celtics who are formerly Boston Celtics we've always been up against him ever since yeah, I was going to go on his like Wikipedia page. He's got Sporting Bangal, he's got West Essex, D 
these are just the clubs I know from the top of my head. I'm not just made up in a <laughs> Wikipedia page for no reason. But uh, he, de- he deserves one though. He's been he's been around. He's been around. He's racked up the appearances and, and good on him. Um, uh, I can share a story with you, Rob, about his time at Brazy. We played at FC Brazy a couple of years ago, and it was always a tense game with them. And we get along really well. Get along with uh, Amjad, who runs runs the team. Uh, he's a great guy, and uh, we played against them. It was quite a tense game. There was a few controversial decisions that actually went our way, um, and. I think in the bitterness of the game in the aftermath, there was a little to and fro and arguments were had within the Brazy team. A little bit of frustration came out. And you can just hear, uh, Mam, there's on video as well. You can hear Mamoon just kind of shout out, no, no, we ain't that kind of team. We ain't that kind of team. We'll shake their hands. And he went up to every one of our lads and, and shook each one's hand, shook the referee's hand, no matter how bitter he might have felt about it because they were on the bad end of some decisions. And yeah, it, re- it really captured a, a grassroots moment of amazing sportsmanship for me because in the face of that late defeat controversy in the game, he, he still took it upon himself to make sure he's, his team conducted themselves in the right way. Um, and they are a team that usually does. So you could understand why they were a bit upset, but good on him for that. Well, I think the audience can see if they've seen our Twitter page, you can tell by the picture we've used to announce this podcast that me and Mams literally had some of the best times going. Mams, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi guys, um, my name's Mams, also known as uh, Smalls in the um, in this kind of sect in this kind of non-league sector. Um, I've played for multiple different clubs, at, um, from Sporting Bengal to West Essex, also London Apsa um, earlier on my career, uh, Wolfham Abbey, and then uh, most recently uh, FC Brazy and East London Celtics. Obviously, I've had a couple of ties with um, Wolfram Sir Red Star, Asianos. So, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Right, Mams, let's get the big one out of the way, mate. Come on. Who right. remembers that, that rainy night at Mile End on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday night? <laughs> yeah, come on. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right, we was in trouble yeah. in East for context, yeah? I yeah. was about 15 stone in East, yeah? Uh, the manager at the time was away. Our assistant manager was a bit mad. He's been on the pod before. He had me taking shots from 35 yards out. So we knew it was going wrong. We got in the changing rooms. Yeah. And he goes, right, striker. Man. <laughs> They're all looking at each other, laughing, winding himself up. He's like, no, 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 I'm serious. Serious. Mams, what happened after that, mate? Take the stage. Take the stage. <laughs> do, you, do you know the funny thing about that night was, is that... I didn't get told beforehand. I didn't get told nothing. I just got told in the changing room, just like everyone else. I was like, oh, no, he's pulling my leg here. But um, he was like, no, you can do it. Like, you can do a job for us. Because the whole season, obviously, there was loads of great players at that club at that time. And we built a really strong squad. And just to be a part of it was nice. And um, to get my chance that day, it was, I think it was... um, it was against Wolfram Forest. It was indeed, and, um, yeah. It was against Wolfram Forest, and um, I think we was on the attack. And then I think the ball must have just come out to me on the half volley, and I just it was it was the pitch was like it was just perfect. It just I just smashed it bottom corner, and everyone was just around me. It was just it was I think we won the game three 0 or three one I think that day, and um, everyone was just 
Nah, it was a one nil. I'm sure it was a one nil. I'm sure. because nah, I remember, because I remember Abdi's Abdi uh, Rabinho scored and Tot scored because it always comes up on my Facebook. Oh, well, he pulled out Spider-Man mask, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that game, that game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so mate, that's how I remember it because it it comes up on my Facebook every time. And then I just looked back at that day and I was like, I did not know what was going on. I've come to the club as a centre-back and the assistant manager's put me up front and I've scored. And a couple of games after, I've, he's just stuck me up front. So it was oh. good. I think, I think that was my first game where I started, actually. Mams, I said in the intro, I said, like, I used to, like, look out for you to be on the subs because I used to be like, yeah, like, he's on the bench. We're going to have a laugh. We're going to rip the hell out of each other. We're going to have, like, so much banter. So... When you did start that day, it was just insane. Yeah. But when I said about ripping, ripping each other and out on the bench, how good was that year team-wise, though? No, that team, honestly, hands down. I'm... Bonding-wise, was easily one of the best teams I've played with. Easily. Like, that team could have won... That team could have won the um, senior league if they. I just think it was like, for example, training, stuff like training. We didn't get to do much of because of the amount of games we had to play. But um, I think play, playing and training would have been a key one for us because no doubt the talent was there, the hunger was there, the manager was there. We had everything going for us at the time. It was just stuff like. The other teams, I think, were more organised in regards to getting... They got more time to train. We didn't really get... We had, like, trips up to Southend on a Wednesday, having, like, 11 players, 12 players. It was hard because everyone had jobs. And I'm not making any excuses, but I think that team was... It was under... It was one of the best teams I've played for, easily. So, Anise, when you was at London Apsar, is this when you was with Mams? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, as I said in the intro as well, Mams came to us. Uh, funnily enough, he came as a centre-back, but he did start whispering that he could play up front. Mm. So uh, mm. I'm, I'm shocked that he, he's so surprised that he was named up front for, for a game for Sporting <laughs> Bengal, because that came after. Um, but it was when uh, yeah he came over to the reserves, and we weren't, we weren't doing that well. Um, we, were, we were well out of our depth in the Essex Senior Reserve Division, because we'd been... We'd merged our old grassroots club to become London Apps' reserves. Um, and we just needed a little bit of steely players that had a little bit of experience at the level, but just a bit more know-how about the game. We had a very, very young squad. And you know, when, when, when Mams came over, we had this you know, giant. He, you know, he, he was a giant compared to the rest of the team. And it gave us such a confidence boost that we went and grabbed our first win of the season in that game against Grays. Um, and it was, again, this must be something in common. Mams gets the games when it's absolutely chucking it down with rain, terrible conditions. <laughs> it's because no one else turns up. That's why. It <laughs> everyone needs those people in, in whether it's semi-professional football or grassroots football. Everyone needs the person that's always there. It's such a, it's such a unifying part of the team. And the fact that you can you know, have jokes on the sidelines and you know, too often, obviously, everyone wants to play, right? But too often when you've got a squad of people, you, you need a healthy squad that, are prepared maybe not to start games every now and then, but still create such a positive environment that makes it enjoyable for everyone else. Um, and that's one thing that stood out with Mams when he was over at Absa. He just, yeah, a joker of the pack, but a very good footballer, but made it a fun place for everyone else to be. And that's what keeps play- players wanting to come and play for your team. 
Exactly that, mate. Mams, you know, you, you plan Saturdays and then you plan Sundays. Why are you getting out of bed on a Sunday? What makes you give you that extra drive to get on and play again? Do you know what it is? I think it's just my love for the game is just, it's just, I can't see myself doing anything else on a Sunday morning. Like, obviously, I play with my brother, a lot of people in non league and Sunday, Sunday league, Hackney Marshes, no. Superman, my brother, like he's a well-known goalkeeper, and it's only because of him I've come over to, sorry, East London Celtics. Or when I used to play for Red Star, so it was it was big up to him. Like he's made me see that it's not just about Saturday football because him himself made his Essex League, Essex Senior League debut. I feel like two years ago at the age of like thirty, and he could have been playing from the age of like twenty three, twenty four, but he never took it seriously like that. Um, but it's just like seeing my brother do it for so many years I'm just like do you know what I just love the game and the people I'm playing with at the moment and the team I'm playing with East London Celtics big up to them as well um, they've just got such a good feel around the club it's like so many different ethnicities so many like so diverse I love it there so it's just about the people making you want to wake up in the morning it's not like oh we've got seven players and we're going to just get smacked. No one wants no one wants to wake up in the morning to get beaten every week. No one wants to do that. It's just the complication some clubs have. Luckily, our club, we, ma- we managed to have two teams. Obviously, it's gone back to one team now, but we had enough players to make two teams. But then it's filtered down back to one team. But um, we're in the title race again, so hopefully I can come at the end of the season and tell you that I've got a couple of trophies that I'm holding. That'd be yeah. a first, especially on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, in all seriousness, like yeah. to take the football clubs out of it, would you prefer yeah. the Saturday or the Sunday? Oh, you put me in a sticky bar. I hope none of my clubs listen to this. Um, <laughs> do you know what it is? I play with my brother both days as well for both teams. I think I haven't got which one I prefer. I think it's because I prefer to play with my brother. And I get to play with him on both days. So I think that's the biggest thing that sticks out for me. I know you'd want me to pick a team, but I think wherever he goes, I'll play with him because he's the goalkeeper, I'm the centre-back. So that partnership's there. And whoever team gets us, I feel will always have people who they're 100% committed. And what have you won together as a goalkeeper and a centre-back partnership? So we won a league together for Red Star. All right, I'll let you off. He's meant to say nothing, but I'll let you off. (laughs) Go on, on, have your glory. Go on, have your glory. Carry on. But um, we're looking to win the league for our Saturday team and hopefully a cup. So hopefully, like I said, I'll come on in a couple of months and tell you that it's been a great partner here. We've won some league titles together. But um, no, it's just, you know what it is? Is that we're like everywhere we play, Anise knows this as well, everywhere me and my brother play, nowadays we play together. We just like, like, whether it's five sides, seven aside, nine aside, Everyone brings us as a pair, which is quite nice to that people know that now as well. So it's quite cool, to be honest. It is quite nice playing with your brother. I mean, my brother is like 16 years old than me, but we do play on a Monday night. But, you know, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just something different, isn't it? It's just quite 100%. nice. I don't know if it brings it's a bit more. You care after you up your game as well because, you know, you'd always have that little bit of banter with your brother afterwards anyway, even though you are on the same team. Yeah. But 100%. I don't know, for me, it's just that little bit extra special. It's the same with my nephew as well. But mm. I think it's, just... I think the thing that's, sorry, the thing that stood out for me is that I played in a tournament against him once and we, it was in the final. 
And to the life of me, we couldn't score. We couldn't score. We had about 18 shots in about the first 10 minutes. All on target, he was saving every one of them. They won the game 1-0 in the final of a five-side <laughs> league. And I was like, do you know what? <laughs> From now, any tournaments, anything I'm going to, games I play, he's my keeper. And you can't say no because he's my brother. <laughs> so that's another good thing. On a bit of a downer, obviously yep. you say how oh, your brother's 30 now. and I know goalkeepers can play on and that, but... Yeah. How do you, how would it affect your game if your brother wasn't between the sticks for whatever reason, for an injury or just a way? Um, do you know what it is? Is that the thing about him, if he was injured, he'd still be on the sideline, whether it's raining, whether it's snowing, sunny. Hip, just having him around a bit, just like Anise said um, that I bring that when I play, He, I learned it from him. And it would affect me because obviously it's just like having that loud demeanour behind you. So I played with a couple of goalkeepers, obviously Lewis at Sport in Bengal. Um, I played with a couple of keepers and I just think he's just so demanding. I think, but the thing is that he has over the other keepers is that whether he's playing or not, he'll still be on the sideline. He will have that joke. He loves to come watch. He, he'll spur the team on. And that's what I love about it, to be honest. No, it's brilliant. And Ease, what about yourself? Do you ever play with Fahim? Yeah, you know what? We used to play on a on a Friday night. My cousin used to put on a football session. It's still ongoing as well. It's been one of the longest-running community football sessions that I've ever known. It's been around for like 20 years. Um, and yeah, my, my, my cousin was running it. So we used to go there and play uh, on, on a Friday night. Um, and that's what gave me the idea to set up our own Friday night session a little bit more closer to home. Um, I mean, yeah, we used to play together there. Um, and, it, and it is it is a little bit different because, you know, the it's, it's not just the game, ain't it? It's the, you're getting ready to leave the house. It's both of you leaving the house. You, you're in the car together before the game. You're going to talk about well, how you're going to play, what you're going to do today. You know the opposition. It's after the game and you're in the car back and you're talking about what happened in the game. It's that sounding board. Now, there's 10 years between me and my brother. So there's there's that. There's that friendly rivalry, but there's also that keenness to impress as well. Because you know, when there's that big age gap, gap is um, you know, there's, there's that someone to look up to. So yeah, it's it's a big part, and obviously for us doing CSM Foundation, CSM London together, and uh, what we do at CSM, that that's something we've carried on together. We enjoy playing football together. We've enjoyed coaching football together, running teams together. So yeah, but having that essence of family involved in what we do is. Is a big, big part of how we get that message across of what we want to do in football. But touching on what Mams was saying about um, East London Celtics, there's yeah, you, know, you talk about playing with your brother, but it sounds like you've got more than one brother at that team with the atmosphere that's that's created there. That must help with you know the performances that you're putting out on the pitch. Do you know what it is? I'm happy you said that because honestly, um, that that team is that what everyone looks at is um okay they're not the best footballers or they they don't show like the Hackney Boroughs or the Nevers etc but the one thing that our manager will always tell us is that you can be any team on your given day if you work harder than them and you know what that's shown this season because we got a draw against Hackney Borough we got a draw against Neva they weren't the draws we wanted but as a centre-back a clean sheet for me is like a win and to get a clean sheet against two of the top teams in our division, it, w- it was a great result. And honestly, I think my brother's at Sporting, at, sorry, at um, East London Celtics, like big up to all of them because without their work rate, 
it, w- it wouldn't show. And to be honest, you're right there. Like, it's just uh, the family feel there's good, and it's nice that there's like there's that nice kind of pressure there. It's not what and well, big up the manager because he's real with me. There was one game he he took me off, or no, sorry, he didn't start me, and I was like, oh my god, like. I was going to ask him at the end of the game, is there anything I've done wrong? He was like, do you know, it's just cool. And then he put me on second half. And then I was just like, I just respected him because he doesn't care how good you are. If you don't respect the team, you're not going to be part of it. And that's what I respect about it. To be he, he's cutthroat. He's a really good manager. Look at knees asking questions about different brothers in the team. Someone's trying to get <laughs> moved, aren't they? Someone wants to get moved in the summer. Happy <laughs> <laughs> but in all serious names, like you are a centre half, let's be honest. If a centre half makes a mistake seven out of ten times, it leads to a goal. If this was to happen, say on a Sunday, how does how does this affect your moods going into Monday morning, normal life situations? Um, even the kids at school, they know that whether I've lost a game or I've won a game, um, like I won't speak to anyone when I get home. I'll just go home, have a shower, eat my food. I'll be snappy. I'll be snappy as well. If I know we've put our all in and we've lost the game 1-0, I'll be annoyed, but I'll be like, okay, cool. But if we've got battered or like there was one game where we was winning 1-0 and then we drew and I was just annoyed the whole time. That's how big football is in my life, that it affects my day the next day. So like, that's what it is, is that if I've known that I've led, I've made the mistake that's led to the goal, that's hurt me even more because like everyone's fighting for us and I've made obviously no one intentionally wants to make a mistake but it's just that lack of concentration for that split second that just will haunt you for the rest of the week because I'm just looking forward to the next next Saturday and I want to get through my week I want to play on the Saturday and Sunday to try and rectify myself as much as possible what helps you get over that hurdle though oh um, I think, how do you get over again, that feeling that dullness um, again, this whole pod, brother, to be honest, he's like, listen, get your head up. You've got a family. You, like, we know we're not all professionals, but at the end of the day, you've got family, you've got work. That's your bread and butter. Football's your hobby. Don't let it affect your mood throughout the whole week. He's like, come on, get your head up. He's always been my motivator, to be honest. Anything I've wanted to do, he's always had my back and be like, do you know, you can do this, but you've got to... You know how much work you need to put in. Like you know what you need to do, and I feel that that's very beneficial. To have that, a hundred percent, Mams. I feel like we could go on all day, but we did promise you it would only be twenty-five to thirty minutes. That's what we do stick to on this podcast. No, that's uh, fine. I'm, I'm alright. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'd just like to finish up with the main the the, the, uh, the question we do ask anyone. Yeah. Obviously, we wish all the best to you this season. Hopefully, you don't win too many because I can't have you back on here gloating and that. <laughs> There's so many other stories I'd love to have gone into with you, but obviously, I think yeah. maybe we'll see. If you do win something, well, I'll book you back in, all right? As I promise. No, definitely. But uh, when when we win something? <laughs> no, no, it's got to be this yeah. season, not when. You can't be winning five <laughs> or this season, this season, this season. Yeah, it has to be this season. season. Not when you're like 55 definitely. over Power League and that. <laughs> no, definitely Mams is fifth season 16, ain't he? <laughs> getting FIFA 16 up. But, uh, Mams, thanks for coming on. You've been a great guest. I finish up on the same question with every guest. What does grassroots football mean to you? 
Oh, that's a big one. Uh, do you know what? I think the biggest thing for grassroots is like the community and the family feel that we have. I feel that like Hackney Marshes, everyone knows everyone. There's no animosity between any. It's just it's such a great league to be a part of. I've only just joined it like two seasons ago, but to find out how nice it is. I've seen people now, like I've only met them last season. They're like, oh, you're right, mate. Like it's, it's such a lovely feel. So I think grassroots is the pinnacle of community football, I feel. So I think that's a big thing for me, to be honest. And uh, Mams, you've been brilliant. And he's, listen, when we go into episode two, please no more drama, yeah? No more drama. That's my guarantee. I mean, I guaranteed that before episode one, but yeah, no, th- thanks so much for coming on, uh, Mams. It's, uh, we've, been, we've been part of your story. We've played against you, played with you. Um, it's been pretty cool to hear your story since then. And obviously, I'll probably catch you on Sunday over at Hackney Marshes as well myself. No, definitely. I appreciate it, guys. Uh, thanks. Uh, can I just say uh, what you guys are doing with CSM? Both of you is incredible. So just keep up the good work. It's a um, mess. I respect it. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 res- I respect everything you guys are doing for grassroots football. Put it that way. We're giving away three points every week. What what a big charity donation we are. Beautiful organised mess. But uh, listen, it, it's it's amazing. It's mate. You're you're making other people happy. Put it that way. <laughs> Man, where can we find you on Twitter, mate? Um, I am on Twitter. It is Mister underscore. Oh, one second. Let me just. I'll just. Yeah, Mister MK underscore PE. Mister MK PE underscore PE. Have you got a social media manager? If you ain't, you need one, mate. What is that tag? <laughs> I'm a PE teacher. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> that has been hashtag just talk. Obviously, episode one is finished. Start of season three. Anise, I'll see you in two weeks. Mams, thanks for coming on. And guys, no worries, thanks, bro. I'll see you all in two weeks. See you. <laughs>